Hello, welcome to the Emerald Skies podcast. I'm Jess Seely, and we're here to talk all things holistic health, well-being, and spirituality. On my healing journey, I've discovered incredible modalities and practices that have enhanced my life in ways that I really can't put into words. The thing is, they're outside of the mainstream, and that causes apprehension when I share them with others. So this show exists to break down those barriers, because I want you to experience more magic in your life. I have incredible guests who are here to share with us the wisdom from their niche field and help you feel emboldened to try new things on your own path. Take what works, leave what doesn't, keep an open mind, and I hope you find something new calling for you. Hello, Maura. Welcome to the Emerald Skies podcast. I am so grateful to have you on today and to pick your brain and have you share your wisdom with the listeners. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Jess. It's a joy to be here. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. As I just said to you, I think I'm going to learn a lot because your gifts and um, talents and abilities are just so fascinating to me because they're not yet what comes naturally to me necessarily. So I learn so much from you all of the time. Um, and I just wanted to say more. And I met in 2017. Was that? Yes, it I was, was trying to think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> think the, right. We were in a cacao ceremony together. I was over in the States and you just have such a peaceful energy. Um, and we, we finished this cacao ceremony, which is beautiful. And then Maura shared that Archangel Raphael had been in the circle and performing healing on me. And I was like, who is Archangel Raphael? Like, who are these spirit beings? How do you see them? But also from the perspective of, like, I was never really sceptical at all. That wasn't just, I, some people find it hard, hard to believe at first. I didn't, but I just was like, how is she seeing this? I want to be able to connect. So, um, so we're going to dive into, yeah, meditation and spirit guides and, and archangels today because I think a lot of people will be like me and have no idea who and what these beings are. So well, this is like my world. So I love to talk about it and yeah, answer anything. Yeah, cool. So I'd love to just begin with um, a little bit of an intro to you, but more about like, what does your current day to day look like? Um, what are your businesses or passion projects? And yeah, how do you love to, to get on living your life? That's a good question to start off with. I love that. I do feel right now, especially with the world and kind of being in a quarantine state, I'm like, it feels pretty like normal but then I'm also think about like sometimes like some of my day-to-day things probably aren't super yeah. average but they're very <laughs> um but I do also I have a full-time job so I work with this company Sakara, which is a 5d light business that yeah. is about plant-based meal delivery service organic and very like high quality products I got this right before quarantine started. So I was like, I was really stacked for this because it's a remote job that gives you weekly meal delivery service. So I was wow. like, wow. I was the universe really was setting you up for success yeah. throughout isolation. <laughs> exactly. It really was. They're like, this is what you need right now. So, yeah. and I manifested it because for years I put on my year, uh, like new year resolution that I wanted to eat Sakara meals regularly, like the last three years in a row. And yeah. 2020, it was like, this is your year. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, we don't have, uh, I haven't found a similar or a company on par in Australia. And when I look them up, so for everyone in Australia, who's listening, look them up. Oh, it looks phenomenal. Yes. If you're in the U S this is for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I work non-traditional hours for them, which really does also suit me. But so sometimes I log on very early in the morning to start and sometimes not. Um, I'll log on later in the day. But basically, if it's a day where then I'm starting pretty early for them, I log on, start working. I eat the meals that they provide so <laughs> during good. the day yeah. um, while I'm doing that. And through that job, something, and sometimes I do, like yesterday for them, I did a meditation during the day, like just a virtual meditation for the company, anyone who wanted to join. Yeah. Um, so I love that it's a space where I can also offer the gifts that I have and love to serve with. So do that. And then 
it feels like it's like a job that works pretty smoothly for me. And so I just have that during the day and I'm a generator for my human design. So it's something that really kind of like allows me to like work with that energy. So mm-hmm. it's something I really enjoy. And after that, like yesterday, I had a meeting for Mend Every Mind, or my business with my business partner, Alexis. And we'll just chat about life and business and what we're doing. So, or I guess it was the day before, but anyway, so we were setting up like our events that we're going to have starting next week and planning them out through the end of the year. So really getting that, having just this like business mastermind where we can, what we are doing, what we want to, our vision for the rest of the year and things like that. And, um, if not, maybe that. I also have another meeting once a week with our other friend, Rachel, and we talk about our businesses and again, like what we're doing, things on a weekly basis, and I'll do that after work as well. Um, so kind I of also, like accountability with each other. Yes, having that accountability. I also find that that's really good for me specifically, um, but I also find that it's helpful as well for like communicating with your business partner or even communicating, Rachel's not in our business, but someone who understands like what I'm doing and also mm-hmm. sees what this vision is, but having that accountability outside and having a bit of an outside perspective is great too. Yeah. I love that. So do that. I go for a lot of walks, yeah. <laughs> which I feel like is quarantine activity number one. And, yeah. uh, I do go for a number of hikes around here. So I'll either walk in my neighborhood, there's a park nearby that I love to go to. And, um, or the beach. Which we I should have I should have asked you to share where you actually live. <laughs> oh yes, I am in Connecticut, uh, in the Northeast USA. So we're about an hour outside New York City. Um, yeah, so I've been here for a few months, and but I was born and raised here. Yeah, cool. So for anyone listening who read the Babysitters Club, no, was it no yeah, the Sleepover Club, it, the Sleepover Club? I was like, I want to live in Connecticut because they lived in Connecticut. That series, that book that I read growing up. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I don't. We had the Babysitters Club. I don't know if it's the same one, but I think it. Yeah, yeah but it's, well, they had with a couple of uh, genre, a couple of um, maybe different. Yes, or it could be the same one, just an Aussie thing, put in a different name. I was like, oh, my God, you're from Connecticut. That's the first thing I thought when, like, you told me that. (laughs) Um, But I will – so other things that I will do throughout my day is I also – Sage, I usually like to sage my space like every day mm-hmm. if I can, follow Santo. But I also like right now I'm at my work desk, but it's also my altar. So I have that set up as my space. So whenever, mm-hmm. regardless of what I'm doing throughout the day, I have like all of my tools around me that will just keep me in my space and in my Ooh, zone. So, I love so good. I actually want to come back to that at the end and have you explain your altar and how Sage works for people um, okay. who don't know yet. But I would love to jump in and actually ask you to speak to us about your business, every Mend Every Mind first and what you offer and, and how you came to um, start that business with Alexis. Yes. So Mind Every Mind is an energy healing business and we say it's to free your mind from your emotions and reintegrate soul fragmentations created from trauma. So that will create when those types of events happen in your life, it basically sets up a little almost like kink in your energetic system and you'll start reacting to the same pattern in the same way every time that situation comes up in your life or a similar situation. So we go in and unkink those patterns through one-on-one sessions of energy extractions or cord cutting sessions, which are energetic cord cuttings. And we also host live events. So that's something we'll do twice monthly that we have set up. Um, I do live meditations and musings. They're magical meditations and musings, but we'll start with a 15 to 20 minute meditation. And then we muse on the energy of the time. So love Mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's set up, we usually do them in the evenings, here my time so it would be morning time in Oz so oh, that's cool are yeah. able to get on and listen if that suits for their calendars yeah um, and then we'll have a certain a couple that are in the mornings as well so maybe evenings depending on how that works but yeah that's something that we really love to do and our meditations and use things are live events on zoom so it's a virtual hangout space so yes we're talking, but we also have an open space at the end as well. So people can talk about what's going on in their world and how this is all Mm. connecting. And we started that at the end of 2018. I 
was living in Santa Monica and I was started hosting cacao ceremonies and I was having them at my apartment and we start, and Alexis and I started hosting them together. But the first cacao ceremony, I performed basically an energy extraction on a friend who was one person who showed up to my first cacao ceremony and was like, this is so divine. Yes. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have time to do that without, you know, with more people. Yeah. So I was just really focused on like whatever is needed in this session, just let it come through to channel and do. And at the time I didn't have like a name for what it was called but it was focused on healing sexual trauma. And then a few days later, a friend called me and she knew that I had had a sexual trauma in my past and she asked, how did I heal it? And I was like, one, this is how I did it for myself. Two, I just did this for someone else so wow. I can do this for you. Yes. And set up and did that session. And then brought this like principle into the cacao ceremonies I was hosting with Alexis at my apartment and we had a very core group of people who were attending them and Mm. they're all really awesome humans who are into the energy world and started doing some energy extractions for different reasons on them and doing Mm -hmm. more also entity extractions and after that we did like five sessions five days in a row and Alexis was like we need to create a business for this. I was like, yes. okay, <laughs> let's yes. do it. Yes. So we did. So Alexis is an amazing artist and incredible entrepreneur. So she literally was like, we're creating a business and like business created, like paperwork filed within wow. a week. <laughs> yeah. Like doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had that all set up, which was amazing. And after that, we still continued to host the cacao ceremonies in person. And then we had started doing the meditations immediately and doing the one-on-one sessions as well um, in person if we're in the same location and then obviously virtual if we're not. Yeah. Amazing. So I want to talk energy extraction, but I'm wondering if a good place to actually start at is um, can you explain to people your passion for meditation first? Because I know that when we do an energy extraction, you know, it helps to be centered and calm. So yeah, if we, if we break this down in steps so that the audience can really learn about um, these tools and how to integrate them into their life, could we maybe start with meditation and how you teach someone how to do that? Yes, I would love that. So meditation, I think it's really something that everyone can use in a part of their life. But I do think meditation does look different for people of like, how do they meditate that it actually like really calms them or gets them to these, this place of like inner peace or just self-awareness that they have. So because a lot of people when you first, if they are not meditators, so it might come in and just be like, I don't know how to meditate or things like that. I'm like, it's fine. You don't have to. Um, So for me, the meditation started really when I was in college and I was thinking about this prior to our call. And it's something really funny of like, I just, I don't even know where I like got, actually, I took a class in college called Food Cultures and the Environment that really educated me so much on the food world and also just with specifically within the U.S., like uh, the Food and Drug Administration and things like that and just how that, and so I was already vegetarian at the time, but it really propelled me into this world of more organic eating and non-GMO and things like that, reading labels, like all of that type of stuff, what ingredients are in your food. And really when you are clearing out your system in that way of just within what you're physically consuming within food and water and things like that, I do think it really speaks to your intuitive body as well, your emotional body, your mental body. So it's also allowing that to clear out. And Mm. so when that happens, I learned, I was basically more interested in the meditation. So I'm not sure exactly what got me started within like finding specific things, but I very specifically remember like like Googling or Noah's on Pinterest and be be like third eye meditation, like (laughs) reading how to open your third eye. Um, And so I started doing that and it was like a very, very like light version. As I said, it's like a Pinterest meditation. Not that I have gotten a number of good things off of Pinterest, but um, doing things like you meditate and stare at a candle and things like that. But basically it started with 
with doing that. And also I was raised Catholic and something I did a lot at the time was like, I would pray the rosary, which is a form of meditation. Mm. Um, I love that you say that because a lot of people think I can't meditate, but they actually are doing it in their day-to-day life. But just mm -hmm. because they're not sitting down with their legs crossed and it's not looking like people think it should, they don't recognize it. Right. Exactly. And so that's something it's like your med the meditation can actually have like an act or a practice in it. So like saying those certain prayers or setting your intentions and things like that. Um, so it just, that was a very light version and I did it somewhat regularly and I had an intention for like how often I would be doing it and things like that, but it really developed and uh, post-college it just got into, I think, a more in, it just got deeper levels and so I was still doing that like still doing that on a regular basis but then just wanting to like deepen this practice of like knowing that there is I had gotten a very corporate job right out of college and um, I also drank a lot during that time and so you know mm. when it's just like I got into this period and I was like there just has to be more like there mm. just has to be more out there and what you're doing. And so I did, I just got deeper into that and I learned about the clairvoyant intuitive mediumship realm mm. and was like, I was immediately like, wait, there's words for this. There's people who are out here doing this. Like yeah. I can do these things. Yeah. So like, let's get me into this. <laughs> so yeah. I did. I worked with a mentor. I also, a lot of this again was related to my food journey of like cleaning up my diet more, stop drinking so mm. much. I don't really drink at all now, but I, mm. well, I do occasionally, but I went for dry, completely dry for a period. Yeah. Um, and that really allowed my intuitive channels to open up and just sure. again, having a practice accountability and like people to guides and tools to look at and courses to take and things like that really helped of just having these avenues and knowledge so that uh, to get deeper into it. I love that. Yes, I totally agree with you about like detoxing the body and that's not just on a physical level. Um, it really does impact your energetic and spiritual body. And also I love that for you, you just trusted and followed the next step. And um, yes. Well, like, cool, I'm interested in this universe. Show me the next class or the next connection or, you know, it wasn't. Yeah. I, I think that um, some people do have a hard time with like, I don't know how it's going to look in the end, so I don't know where to get started. And that's okay. Right. Just look up one meditation on YouTube. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, so any tips for people who are at the stage that you've just discussed in terms of like, all right, where do I start with my meditation? Like what's the advice that you give to people who maybe come to their first kick-out ceremony or want to start on this path but are right at the beginning? Yes. So I, one, um, if they're coming to a cacao ceremony, I'm like, you're already basically doing this. <laughs> There's yeah. definitely a meditative practice in here. And I think it's just releasing like what it looks like for you. Um, one thing with Mend Every Mind's meditations, they are all guided meditations. So we have them for available for download. So that's something that people can use like a grounding meditation mm. um, or the live events. Again, like I find that it really, for most people, it's pretty helpful to have a guided meditation to follow. Like, as you said, there are so many meditations on YouTube, for sure. You can literally put in, like, meditation if you want peace, if it's, like, a meditation and you wanted to focus on career, love, money, whatever it is, like, earth, grounding, like, you can mm. find it. So there's plenty about, there's also so many apps um, as well. But another thing that I would definitely, I do recommend is Wim Hof Method. I know that that's very popular right now, but finding like breath work and breathing exercises. Um, Wim Hof has an app and all it is is basically like 30 sec or not 30 very deep breaths according to his count. And he has like a meta, like the app, the timer, like all the things. So it's something like very easy and simple, mm. but I do what I do recommend for everyone to when they're first starting and they really want to get into it is to like set the time, like schedule it of like, these days I'm going like if it's three days a week these days I'm going to meditate and like set the time because it's so easy when it's not part of your daily practice or regular practice to mm. like bypass it 
like anything so, new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just scheduling it in and it doesn't have to be long. Like if you did the Wim Hof breathing, it takes less than three minutes. Yeah. So, and I'm just like, so I remind them, I'm like, you don't, people think you have to meditate for an hour a day and you definitely can if you want to, but you don't, you don't have to, to start. You can just do three minutes. And it's yeah. Really easy. It's so much more accessible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so energy extraction, I've had a cord cutting with you, which is one of the services that you offer through Mend Every Mind. Is a cord cutting the same as an energy extraction? No, no. I'm so glad you asked. So we have two offerings for one-on-one sessions, which is an energy extraction. And we we call it Cut the Cord on our website, but it is cord cutting, energetic cord cutting. So the... I'll go with cord cutting first. Uh-huh. So an energetic cord cutting is basically if you have a relationship that you're trying to bring into harmony or balance in your life. And so it can, it usually has to do with a person, but it can also be a past version of yourself, maybe a, a business or something like that, that you need to cut a cord with something that you keep finding is like coming into your life in a loop. And even if you try and get rid of it, or maybe not get rid of it, but extricate yourself from that situation or just have it to be, trying to think of the right word, extricate yourself from the situation or remove it basically from this area of your life if it's feeling a bit toxic or just not in a healthy relationship to you, then doing this energetic session, we are able to basically unhook like what I spoke about at the beginning, where in your emotional body, you'll have a loop that's basically kinked. And so you just keep going through and it doesn't, Mm. it could be like, it doesn't have to be like, if this is coming up all like every single day, but it might be repeating in yourself on a monthly basis, yearly basis or something like that. So the cords are basically unhooking them. So it, does take on almost like a physical sense in this emotional realm of like you'll have an actual energetic cord that's attached to your energetic body and so Mm -hmm. cutting that cord so that you can bring this relationship into balance and it's not always that this person if it's related to a person has to completely be removed from your life although it can be if that's what's in the highest alignment Mm -hmm. but for some people if you are in the same social circles or if you're like have you know same family, things like that. It's not always that you'll be able to have them completely removed from your life, but you're able to change your emotional reaction to every time that you're seeing them. Mm. And so if you see a certain person and they might evoke an emotion of anger and we do a cord cutting session, you might be able to release that. Well, you will be able to release that angle there, anger there, but then you might be able to experience like peace or just feeling a sense of love or like just to have this person, but it's not going to evoke this strong emotional reaction within you. So you'll just feel a sense of calm when you see or have to interact with this person and it's not going to set off this cycle that you might have every time. Yeah. Does that make sense? How many people could benefit from that? (laughs) Literally everyone. I do it for myself, for sure. Literally every single person has these things. Yeah. Um, and, and because then, relationships are sent to challenge us and to help us grow, right? So yes. it's not bad if there's conflict or someone's triggering you, it's actually helping you grow as a person. And this is just an extra good tool to be like, okay, I don't want to be triggered that much. <laughs> yes, because I do think with within specifically like this type, what exactly what you're talking about or this type of relationship and with a cord cutting, it is that you can sometimes see these loops. So you might whoever this person is that you're interacting with, with or the situation and you're, you know, like, like I go into this and this is immediately how I feel. You have this awareness, but you might not know how to let this feeling go. And so mm. that's what this, this session is about of just being able to let this go because to book the session, I mean, you can book it if an app would be like an exploratory session, but most of, almost everyone who books this comes in and knows yeah. who this person is or something. So you have a level of awareness about, I have this, toxic cycle that I'm ready to release. And so yeah. that's what I love about these the sessions that we do is that people come in and they know like they have an awareness of what's going on so that they're ready to say no more to this. Yeah. And I'll share when I did my session with you, um, I totally didn't expect it, but 
you guide me through a meditation and then I scan my body and feel where the cords are and you've really got to trust what your intuition or your guidance gives to you. And I had a lot of past life cords that were ready to be released, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and so I would never have guessed that before I went into it. Um, but, yeah, you know, you just trust. If you're getting the guidance to go and do something like this, trust it because, like, you honestly can't predict what's going to come up. Um, Mm -hmm. but you can feel the difference on the other side of it. Yes. Oh, thank you for saying that. And that reminder, there is a lot of stuff that does come up with the past life in there and people don't, you don't always have an awareness around this and, or like maybe where this feeling is coming from, but, and what you're saying is like, if you're booking in and having a session and you are seeing this pattern, but you might not know what it's connected to and it could be something like a past life or things like that. So Um, When we go into these sessions, I also always ask if there's usually multiple cords and they might all be related to the same thing, even in slightly different ways. So yes, that was for me. (laughs) Yeah, all of those. Yeah, you're so intuitive. And like, she's guys, if you book a session, like it can be daunting, especially for me at the start of my journey in terms of spirituality in terms of trusting what you're receiving, but you're so talented and gifted more that you'd be like, okay, is there anything else there? And you just kind of knew, you know, you'd wait yeah. for me to come to, to what I needed to come to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I do love that. Thank you. Um, and I will say energy extractions are similar. Like we go through and it's a meditation. And again, I'm asking questions of the body of where these things are kept and so this is going to be related to it's an emotional energy extraction so we're going through and we're unkinking this emotional energy but I find with the energy extractions it's linked to sources of tension and stress in the body and so it could be places where you also might have like repeat pain Um, I pointed to the shoulder that's a very common place people carry a ton of tension in their shoulders and so things like that also you know, back of the neck, but I've had them be, you know, everywhere, wrist, knee, like any, like anywhere, mm. a lot on the stomach too, but um, going through and seeing what, so we basically visualize them as what they look like as a physical manifestation because the energy extractions, these emotional uh, loops that are, and kinks are keeping this energy locked in your body in those specific places and it's not able to basically pass and travel freely so your emotions are getting kinked up there and stuck there and so they then get looped so that you'll respond to these situations in the same manner and you'll also be the same age as you were when you experienced that trauma so especially for carrying decades old and like childhood and things like that um, but even for, you know, your like 20s, 30s, things like that, you're still holding them in your body and you're still going to be reacting to those situations the same way. So Mm. we go through and we find the source of when that happened, play through this event, and then allow it to release from the body and do an energetic healing so that you can basically start to interact from these situations from a new place and react with a new emotional maturity the level that you are now because Mm. you can see like you might everyone has these areas of your life you're like I don't know why I continue to react this way and it's just because you have a emotional trauma that's stuck in your body so we're able to go through and release this so you can present in the way and not have these similar reactions yeah it's so fascinating and again i'm like yeah i can relate that to my life like just this week i reacted to something quite emotionally and was like whoa that was an overreaction but like it's really triggering me and it's like about honoring the reaction and then acknowledging that okay maybe that's rooted more deeply than just like my adult self you know yes yes exactly and that could apply to every area of our life, right? It can be really like mm-hmm. surface. Oh, that's a question. Sorry. <laughs> but it could be sur- yeah. something that's quite surface level. And then you talk about like sexual trauma. So the energy extraction works um, on a really broad spectrum, does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it goes for really any type of traumatic event or emotional emotional trauma that you have in your life. Um, but any yeah. range of emotions, definitely, we can go through all areas. Yeah, cool. What's the biggest hesitation for people when they want to come and book their first session, whether it be a cord cutting or an energy extraction? Do people have holdups about like the unknown or the trauma they might be about to delve into? 
Yes, yes, definitely. I do think people, I mean, again, something that I, everyone can really relate to, but going into, especially an emotional trauma and experience, sometimes what happens is people have never spoken about this really ever or since it happened, maybe like one time. And so it's something that's gone unaddressed. So that's usually the issue and they don't know how they're going to react. And that can be scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but going through a create a safe space every time that we're doing this, I set up an energetic space. I call it guides, spirit guides, my guides, your guides, like everyone who's going to be in and really hold this container so that you can go through this. And even though people do, you know, have an emotional release, it's not something that's, it's able to be, it's a manageable. So it's not like you feel, Mm -hmm. especially if I'm not there in person, it's not something like everyone's still okay. Like we get through this, like you might cry, but it's not usually something that is overly intense that they can't manage um, as well. And it's something that, you know, that you're doing an energetic work but feeling very peaceful, like going through, we're doing healing at the end. Um, we're doing healing the entire time, but a special healing at the end. So you have this feeling of peace and serenity and sovereignty. So you have yeah. a sovereignty over your body of knowing like I can handle this. And also that I've come to this place that I'm ready to release this. And so what I find, um, especially for people who have not spoken about maybe what has happened previously that created this trauma, um, that they're able to speak freely about it afterwards and maybe address someone within, if it's someone in their family that they felt like they needed to tell or someone related to that situation that they needed to speak about, but they're then able to address it and speak Mm. to them in a very calm manner and not have this emotional reaction or things like that. Like maybe like they're able to speak about it very calmly, you know, matter of factually in a way of like owning like this did happen to me in my life but it's not like a determining factor about who I am necessarily yeah so able to speak about that in a in a manner that really works for them and knowing yeah. like that they can have that um sovereignty really over their experience overall yeah it's actually amazing that you know spending however long it is maybe 90 minutes two hours doing something on an energetic level can actually change the way that you show up and feel in your physical life in terms of something that might have been with you for so long it just is mind-blowing really for a lot of people yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it is life-changing for sure I mean it's worked on me I am speaking from my own experience yeah 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 amazing and so you started to talk about spirit guides and archangels and ancestors I would love for you to um give us the beginner's guide like about um calling them in or recognizing them if you're feeling them and seeing them who are these people yes well who are they I always like even if you never thought they were there or you don't know just know that you're Spirit guides are always there and around and with you, and you always have this energetic team and support of people to call upon and who are just watching over you. I find it quite, I mean, I've always found it very reassuring. Um, I've always believed in guardian angels and just knowing like there's someone basically assigned to you. Um, there's there's two, but they, they're assigned to you to follow you throughout your life and just be a guiding light and energy a source of wisdom and just needed in little if you just need a little turn specifically for your following your life path uh, mm-hmm. they're there to help but uh, for spirit guides I always say so you have the two I keep pointing because they're symbolically they're like on your shoulders but they're not necessarily always that close but they're just around in I thought area. you were saying like one was right up in your face like telling you no no, I have had that experience probably in this like literally exact spot. So I was like, no, but I don't want that at the moment. Yeah. Thank you. Stand back, guys. Um, Stand back. More yeah, is talking. No, yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I got this. Thank you. We've already heard. Yeah. Like, I already had the wisdom for what you've said to me before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you have your spirit guides and they're just people that you can call upon, beings that you can call upon for guidance. But just thinking about overall that you have a life path and there are 
although there's definitely a lot of freedom in your experience, there's also things that are like determined or designated to happen um, within your life path. And so your spirit guides are there to help merge with what your desires are, the work life that you're creating, and also the life that you are destined to live. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. And I know yeah. this is in the gene keys. I'm trying to think because it's like the ultimate paradox of like, you have the ultimate freedom, but then you also have like, there are these things I that are predetermined. I wonder about this. I'm yeah. Like, can so. I create everything or is there, you know, are there predetermined, yeah, like benchmarks, so to speak, like, you know, bases? Yeah. It fascinates uh, me. I'm trying to remember what number that gene key is, but I can't okay. at the moment, but it's in there. It, there is that spot. So I like to think of the spirit guides and that's how I like to deter. Like, so they are able to help you with your requests of what you're desiring to create in your life, but also to guide you on these paths of, and point you in the right direction. So especially if you've, I mean, if you're veering off the path, they can just point you back into the direction of which yeah. you are meant to be going or guided to be going. Yeah. Um, but also just help along the way. And I also say like these spirit guides and they also can take on a very, they can take on a physical form of like also who you're interacting with, but it's not something like people, like they have to be a yes to it, but people who are meant to be like messengers in your life. And it yes. is sometimes like they are people that you, they're people that you're close to and sometimes they're strangers. Yeah. And they're just coming in. So a stranger, if you're literally lost and you need a direction and might, you've been like driving on a road that has no one on it. And then suddenly you see a person and you yeah. ask for a direction and they're there. Like yeah. that is the spirit guide. <laughs> um, someone who's coming in but also if you just are say I for example I'll say for me one time I met up with one time I met up with pers a person that I had connected to online and I she had a recurring health issue didn't know her like that way didn't know what this issue was and then I suddenly started talking about the medical medium and this like whatever I can't even remember it was at the time yes. um but then she messaged me like weeks later and was like because of that conversation I looked up this person I like I found this health practitioner that was in her area uh she's had this recurring issue for years and like it's suddenly in remission and I'm mm -hmm. like I've never seen her again I've never spoken so you, to her again <laughs> her spirit guides will likely working through you yeah I'm just yeah. Being like because I'm like that's exactly something of like who I don't know what this is about, like, yeah. but just like having those, those instances. And that was a time where I can say like, this is a message I was delivering, but there are times where that message is delivered to me. Um, I absolutely have had times when I'm like, I needed that information so much right now, or that encouragement or that life experience. And I know like there are times when I'm like, I know that that was my angel speaking through you. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so that's some for your own spirit guides and angels, but just like, they're always around and like, they're also interacting, like my spirit guides are interacting with your spirit guides and like, what are we talking about here? And things like yeah. that, or whatever is meant to be spoken about for your conversation. And that was one of my intentions before I got onto this call. Yeah. Uh, so that we're able to be receptive to these messages. Um, but I do work definitely with the angelic realm. I <laughs> um, just really I've just feel really connected to that space and something I felt very connected to since from a very young age and just knowing like that you can talk to them and ask them for, like ask for assistance and things like that but um, archangels are so spirit guides there's just like one of one of them they're like in the area of like like an individual like a human like there's one for like but mm -hmm. archangels can be omnipresent they can be anywhere they can be interacting so that's why they are common in terms of like people talking to them and terminology mm -hmm. is like and people like even though there are channels specific channels for these angels there are multiple because these angels are talking through multiple people yeah. and they are omnipresent. So they're sharing these conversations and their words through those specific channels to speak to those specific audiences as well so that they can speak to more people and, mm -hmm. and get the messages through any healings that are occurring because the angels can um, do that. They can heal and they can assist and things like that. So, um, I, you mentioned Archangel Raphael. He's someone that I, really worked with 
very strongly for a few like years of just um but specifically working with him and he is a divine healer um archangel michael he is a divine warrior and so someone who you call on for strength and protection um and then there are um, a ton of archangels that you can just go through like lists and lists and lists um archangel haniel she's connected to the moon and things like that so they're also connected to uh spirit guides of planet or the archangels are connected to like planets and energies and astrology and things like that so they are really connected they're also in the gene keys <laughs> wow i haven't discovered them in the gene keys yet wow yeah oh they're definitely they're in the gene keys i've been doing the seven sacred seals but um, and so they have an archangel for every seal that they're connected I see. with those seals and things yes. like that. Um, so they are, and even the gene keys aren't something that's, so they, they are in these areas um, and they are connected to all these spirits, but basically just, again, working through these areas, these channels, these avenues to share their messages and also to get this introduction to people because they do want people to work with them and speak with them. Um, mm. And same with your spirit guides of, as I was saying, they're able to help and direct, but they also are very receptive to what you're saying. So I will ask them and speak to them. I speak to them all the time, but like um, I specifically was talking about with directions, but you can, I can ask them and be like, if I was, I would say directionally challenged for a number of years with and traveling places, they'd be like, do I take a left or a right or things like that yeah, um, wow. and get a very clear answer. Wow. But um, they're there to help and they do love when you get to this level of being able to interact with them, but like also understanding like they're not going to bend any divine laws or wills for you. So you have to mm. be able to work in within that. And again, um, within your life path, but mm. they are there to help. Yeah. I love that you reiterated that about asking because one of the first things that I learned was that they can't, you have your divine free will, so they can't, like if you're like, I really want X, Y, Z to happen today. I really want to bump into this person or I really want to have a great day at work. If you ask them and it's as simple as like taking a few breaths, saying it in your mind, saying it out loud. I talk in the car often. I'll be like, cool, yeah. this is what I want to happen today. Yeah. And that's like essentially you connecting and, and communicating with them because they're not just going to yeah. force something on you without you asking. Right. That is an amazing point. And that's very true. They they will not um, for the divine will. And that's also um, one of my gene keys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, divine will, they will not um, interfere literally unless it's like in those, t like they won't interfere unless you're asking or setting that intention, unless it's like a very severe like life or death situations like mm -hmm. you are not meant to exit at this time and here we'll yeah. do this like so it's like that type of level yeah so so fascinating so fascinating mm -hmm. and the i what i i'm picking up from you is like you've always felt really connected and so some people will find this path easier than others like for me i don't remember ever having an imaginary friend or feeling like I could sense things and maybe it was just shut down within me from such a young age. But I do know that I've never been skeptical. I've always been open to it. And it's just about like continuing to try, continuing to trust, just being like, okay, I know that they're there. And also what helps me is like booking sessions with people and being like yeah. asking questions like, so who are my spirit guides? What are their messages for me? And like, you don't have to do it alone. You can get help. Um, Mm -hmm. but every journey is unique and everyone has these helpers. Yes. So don't think that uh, you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if you've never heard them or seen every, them. Everyone listening has them. Don't worry. Um, yeah. But something you can easily do is, like, they do all have names and you can, like, ask the name, but it's also um, the same as if you felt comfortable with, like, giving them a name of, like, if that is something that worked for you, of, like, you can address them in a certain be like this is the name of the, and if I'm saying this name this is like I'm addressing my spirit guide here yeah um and so, so that's yeah, a way to build a name so that you can build that relationship with them and then maybe one day they'll be like hey this is actually my name yeah 
exactly the big I've been answering to this, but it's really this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. So actually I'd love to come back to what we spoke about at the beginning then. Like, so what tools do you use to enhance and you don't need crystals and you don't need sage and you don't need anything to connect with them, but there are beautiful practices that we can use to honor our relationship and our sacred space. So can you chat to us about like how you um, do this and what rituals you like to use and practices you use to set your sacred space? Yes, I love that. And it is so true. I do, I use sage and crystals, but you don't need them. If that's like, doesn't work for you and it's not something that interests you or delights you and excites you, then don't use it. It's fine. Um, You can set this, everyone, people have very beautiful spaces that feel very sacred that don't incorporate those aspects. Um, But for myself, I do use those. I use sage. I will sage and clear my space. Something I really, I love doing this. And a number of my friends have recently brought new homes and things like that. And something I really enjoy doing is going into their homes and saging them if they are interested in having that. Because um, it clears the energy? Yes, it clears the energy. And especially for um, going into a new space of where people were previously living, of like releasing the energy that of those who was previously there and like setting this new intention of like, this is yeah. your space with whoever you're living there with and things like that. I'm going through. Yep. Um, so really loving to do that. And I do think that is a really important practice as mentioned for those reasons to just get out any of that energetic stagnancy and gunk that might be mm. sticking around in those areas. Mm. Um, but I do love to do that for my own space and you can do that uh, a lot of times. I'll do that daily. Sometimes I get into doing that more like a weekly basis or things like that. But I've been doing that practice for years and it's something that I just know. It's like I literally will like clean my room, like physically <laughs> clean this or clean my space. And then like I cleaned this room before going on this call and then I like picking things up and then I saged it. So I always also yeah. do like a physical cleaning before I'm doing like the energetic as well. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I use the sage. I do have crystals. I have a crystal grid set up on my desk. Um, oh, fun. I've yeah. never done one. I, yeah, you can do Tell it. You can just this. intuitively. That's something I just started once I started collecting crystals a number of years ago. I just started, like, building the grids, and they've eventually gotten better where they actually um, have a little more. I think they work a little bit better. <laughs> okay. I have done um, mine in patterns before. So is that a grid when you just put it in a pattern? Um, yeah, I could, yeah, definitely. Put okay. it in. So the, yeah, the grids are just like where the energy is going and things like that and directing it. But you can set the grids basically when you're creating them of like setting them with a certain intention and in space. Um, but yeah, so I do, I do love crystals and using them in those properties and, um, also putting them in like the corners of my space as well, or just rooms and homes and things. Um, but like having those in those specific areas, I do find to be quite helpful and just like setting an energetic grid around that area. Um, as someone who I am definitely sensitive to energy and other people's energies and previously I've lived in a number of apartments and like tight spaces where there's like so much going on around so I set the energetic grid just to be like this is my energetic space please and also just with like um intuitive guides and spirits and things like that I especially when I was really actively working on opening up my clairvoyant channel and things like that it was that my like interrupting my sleep <laughs> being like waking oh, wow. me up to be like I'm like I need to sleep here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. like setting, I mean, the crystals are not keeping them out by any means, but like it's a reminder for me to set my energetic space and being like, yes. also, this is my, during these hours, this is a no-go zone. Or like maybe yeah. this is just a no-go, like this is just like my zone for a while. Um, yeah. So yeah, so having that type of space. Um, but with crystals, if you are someone who is interested in crystals, especially if you don't have any, it's just something of like, you can pick the ones that you feel really called to. And you'll, you might think they're like, I always find like, I would, if you're called to one and you might think it's like a generic crystal or something like that, you might be like, like rose quartz is very popular right now. But if you're feeling called to get a rose quartz, like that, I mean, rose quartz has been popular for a while, but it's, it is like, then you should get one because it's, a stone and for healing and self-love and inviting more love into your life. And so in other, in every area and something it's like, 
So even if it's like, quote unquote, or you're feeling it's generic, it's something that's like, who wouldn't benefit from this? It's like yeah. everyone benefits from this or clear quartz of clearing your energy. Mm. Um, selenite is something I definitely recommend is like a very gentle and healing stone um, to get in, but just having them and then putting them, if you, you don't, might not have to designate it as an altar or whatever, but just somewhere where it is in a very specific space that you can one look like see it and so this will always be it'll come into your frame of reference a lot but that it's also just in a place if you think of an a crystal in an energetic way of just also recognizing that it's helping you so you just want to have it be set in a place like not under a pile of clothes or something like that you know yeah, yeah. um so putting it in that area, I just also, like showing it respect. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, the other tools I also have. I'm like literally looking around what I have over yeah. here. Um, because you forget, right? I, it's just I part of your daily practice. A, like, what do I even so do? So I have. Um, oh, sorry, you you were breaking up there. Oh, sorry. I just said it becomes so ingrained that you're like, wait, what are my practices? Like they're just a part of your life. <laughs> yeah, where are they? Um, exactly. So something I have right here is I have an intuitive, what I call a hair witch of someone who does my hair. Um, she is an energetic healer who like cuts hair and does these practices and Reiki and things like that. Um, but I recently just ordered some oils from her because she has created sacred oils that you can put into your hair and on your scalp. And especially for someone with an active mind. It's very calming. Um, so to invite those in, I have a crystal comb that I also use there, but um, those types of material, like essential oils are essential, I think, yes. for everyone, again, can incorporate these in whatever aspects of your life, but again, in whatever ones you're called to, and just honor the ones that you're intuitively called to, because they'll be different from other people. And they're the ones that you need right now. And it's also just a practice of like trusting your intuition and your body for what it's telling you. If like you need lavender or you need oregano or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so using those practice, like using those oils again, as I feel called for certain things, but love having, having those in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I think just the other tools that I use are also just like having like I go to a chiropractor that I said is a magical chiropractor regularly, like having like those like sessions, what you were saying of like booking in with people and to make sure that your body and yourself are just taken care of as well. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be when something's wrong. It can be like, this makes me feel amazing. So I'm going to go once every month or whatever, you know, these things don't have to be, I remember going to the chiropractor and he's like, what's wrong? And I said, well, nothing. I just want to do this for self care. And it made me realize how many people wait until something's wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. So change of change of pace. What advice would you give to your 18 year old self? I choose 18 because I feel like it's when we get to start really consciously choosing our life path. If you're someone who's sat in the school system until then. So I'm really fascinated yeah. to hear. Yes. Well, I definitely was in the school system until then. And I had just started college at that time, but I think it's like with the freedom path of, I am a life path five, <laughs> it's a freedom fairy. And just knowing like I can, I've always had a very strong sense. I've always had an incredibly strong sense of self, which is something I'm very grateful for. Um, and knowing that I can make things happen. And that is like I knew at that time, but I think being even more, I think just going for it, like whatever I wanted at the time, like just being like, you can really make anything happen. So just go for it. Yeah. That's great advice. Great mm-hmm. advice. And sometimes even if we tell ourselves that at 18, we don't get it right. You still got to go through the trials and tribulations before you're like, oh yeah, I'm a badass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 10 years and I'm like, okay, still like, this is still my same advice. <laughs> don't yeah. forget. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. We learn the same lessons over and over. Um, yeah. And I would love more right, for you to share with us again. So we touched on your different services at the beginning. I'm really curious to unpack a little bit more. Um, the when you said you do a meditation and talk about the energy of the time is that astrologically is that can you explain 
those sessions, what they're called? Yes. So magical meditations and musings. So we are going, we have all these planned out for the rest of the year. So if you check out our website, smendevermind.com and just check out our live events, you'll see the magical meditations and musings that are coming up, but we do do them and host them on portal dates. So like the next one is coming up for every month that's coming up. We're going to have one on July 7th, August 8th, September 9th those dates I'm very into oh yeah because it's like seven seven eight eight nine nine yeah Yeah. um so like seven seven is the serious gateway portal so we'll be talking about the serious gateway portal and that's linked to astrology and what that means and what energy you can harness during that time and we do the energy report of basically that what the significant event is going on. We also do them for either a full moon or a new moon on the month, um, depending on what the month is. So what energy you can harness from that full moon or new moon and what intentions in that area, like what area of your life this is supposed to be um, looking into or something like that. So basically what areas like you can review and then if you're trying to make any changes in this, like how do you harness the energy of this moon cycle to facilitate that um and just also talking about like the general energy of what's going on in the collective level yeah so it's a lot this year a lot yeah it's always been quite active this year so there's pretty much a lot there's a lot to talk about for sure and it can just be Um, reassuring to hear like oh you guys are having a tough time too or you're feeling like really heightened or you're picking up on people's anxiety you know like it's sometimes putting words to what we are feeling makes us feel more relaxed because we know that it's not you know we're not going crazy or whatever it's yeah exactly so talking about those themes and I always that's something I always enjoy for group events of just bringing people together and just like being like you're not alone other people are experiencing these things and a lot of them are experiencing like almost eerily similar versions of it so it's like this even though this might seem crazy to you just know that it's like this is meant to be happening because this is happening to everyone else as well so that you can feel not alone, but also yeah. know of like, okay, so if this is happening for everyone. Like there must be something of like, this is moving through and it's going, I always, uh, something I like to remind myself of and like to remind others of is like, this is not permanent. What's going on right now. It's not permanent. Like this is going to continue to move yeah. forward. Yes. Agreed. Something I've had to learn to tell myself. It really helps calm me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. Do you want to recap so we can book with you? Which sessions? You can book the cut the cord session, one-on-one energy session and an energy extraction okay. through our website. Or you can book a group class, which are called magical mm-hmm. meditations and musings. Perfect. And you can have a look at Alexa's beautiful artwork on your website. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, you can. Her art is all over our website and there's going to be more coming up for all the events and things. But yeah, yeah, she does epic, epic artwork. Alexis, not Alexa. Sorry, I think I said that wrong. Um, And I just wanted to say, I mean, if people are like, this is so fascinating, I need your services, but they've got more questions. How can they reach out to um, have a quick, oh, you offer free 10 minute chats. Is that Correct. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, we book. Um, we have free ten-minute consultation. So again, especially for people like we know that when you're booking a session, that you want to know who you're working with and yeah. just feel very safe into that. So especially if they're newer to like my world, then I'm mm. definitely happy to get on the phone just to like talk and answer any questions. Um, you can also so you can book that through our website as well, and you can also always email us at aloha at mendevermind.com. Amazing. So we'll link your website and the contact email um, details. I also want to mention that. So Maura's touched on the gene keys a few times. I think that I'll try and link some relevant information because that's a whole new rabbit hole, which we just couldn't explain in (laughs) two minutes. Um, And I'll have a listen back because you've mentioned some really amazing different things like human design, neurogenerator. So I want to try and um, make break down barriers for people and list some information which can really help you if if you if she spoke and you thought oh I want to find out more about that um you know just make all of that information accessible as well um or you can just hit her up and have a have a chat with Maura (laughs) love to talk about this (laughs) yeah cool all right well thank you so so much for your time I 
have learned so much. Even like the, um, you know, the serious portal coming up on the 7th of the 7th. I'm like, what is it? Like, you know, I just kind of never got the, the portal thing. So I've learned a lot from you and I know that others will have too. And um, I just really am grateful that you've taken the time to break things down so that they're really digestible so that people can start to feel more comfortable working with these different tools and energies and um, increasing the magic that they have in their own lives. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been so wonderful. I can't wait for your podcast. Thanks for being with me today, guys. I'm so grateful and I hope that you learned something new. Please feel free to pass the episode on to family, friends, colleagues, anyone you think that would really enjoy and benefit from the information. And if you so feel called, I would love for you to subscribe and leave an honest and heartfelt review. As I've learned, it helps me reach more people and I'm really just all about reaching the right people. So have a wonderful day and can't wait to see you next time.